Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Lim Gopi Podcast. I'm your host, Gokau, and this podcast is brought to you by Sequentia. This is the show where we talk about our life experiences, questions that matter to us, and current topics through a Lim Gopi session. Anyway, just want to say that thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Lim Gopi Podcast. Um, the past eight episodes has been really a joy to to produce and to edit to really release out there, and um, just want to try something different. Um, now we're going to switch into a more central topic focus rather than we go into more guest related episodes. Not that I don't like my guests, just that um, just wanted to engage with my audiences a little better. And so that's why we are just switching the format a little bit, um, and see where this format takes us. Uh, to keep the spirit of the show alive, I'm still keeping my, you know, the drinks, of course. Uh, so today I'm having Milo. Um, we are keeping that part alive, and as well as we do have, you know, once in a while we do have guests that's coming by, to you know just talk about the central topics that matter to us. So for this episode, we are talking more about New Year's resolution. Um, this year, this episode, we're gonna talk more about New Year's resolution. So I think New Year's resolution for myself, it's really a very interesting thing to me. It, it is very close to my heart, really, and I'm sure it's close to a lot of people's heart. And with that being said, I really see each year as like a new season. For myself, um, why do I say this? Is because uh, I like to see a new a new year as like a, a a way for me to be more adventurous, a way for me to explore new things, and hence that's why I always see it as a new season. And I've been following that philosophy ever since when I was a kid, and um, it, it's funny because my my philosophy is heavily influenced by the Truman Show, and I'm not sure if you've seen. Uh, Truman Show, it's a movie that is about this central character that is being in um in a television show that is being viewed by the audiences, but the the main character doesn't know that he is in this show. So I think um if you don't really care too much about the context, what I'm trying to say is that I like to see myself as a main character in my own show. So hence, uh, whenever a new year comes in, I see it as a new season of my life, like a new television season. So I think if each season is of course a new theme, and uh, I've been following that for about 10 years-ish, I would say this is my 11th year, and um, for this year, um, my New Year's resolution is very simple, which is to just be focused on more being happy and as well as just focus on getting my career right. And as well as I just want to make sure that things are much more improper. And as well as, of course, um, being overweight for so long, uh, my newest resolution is, of course, to lose weight. So um, I think that is really my general um, present newest resolution for this year. And uh, speaking about this year, um, as of recording this episode, uh, this is... 20th January and it's been 20 days since 2021 as they call it as the season 2 of 2020. Um, let's be honest, 2021 hasn't been the most best start but it could be worse I would say. 
2020 was really chaotic, really. Um, if you have watched um, the news and what's happening in the real world, I mean, coronavirus is still out there. COVID-19, it's, it's still a, a thing. And um, unfortunately, you know, cases are still sp- uh, spiking up. And I have this feeling that it may not um, be done, uh, this whole pandemic, at least for a year, another year or two, I would say. So uh, even if I wish that I could really go overseas, which is something that I want to do for a very long time, um, and as well as, you know, just exploring new places, you know, meeting new friends and all that, you know, being in the events. I really miss being in the events, to be honest, and being an MB. But myself, um, I do miss interacting with people. Um, not say that I'm not sick of my friends, just that I would love to meet people. I'd like to see new people, like to interact with new people, work with new people and all that. I mean, it's just really different uh, as compared to, you know, seeing your same few people, like same same friends and everything. So uh, if any of my friends are watching this, I'm not sick of you guys. I just want to see new people. And I feel that seeing new people through, you know, going overseas, you know, going to events, social gatherings and all that, it's a great way to see new people, but given with the current restrictions of COVID-19 and, uh, sorry, I mean the uh, safe distancing measures in Singapore, like even though we are at phase three, but keep in mind that we are still in this COVID pandemic really. So it's it's really sad that we can't do anything about this and we just have to stay at home, you know, practice safe distancing, we're outside, wear a mask, don't cough. Uh, no, not don't cough, that's that. Don't, don't, don't be uh don't don't be outside if you have symptoms really. Just just stay at home. Stay at home, cook rice, really. <laughs> no, that's a bad joke. But I think just stay at home. Um just just be um safe and um if you need to be outside, just be a bit more careful than usual. Because uh, it's still out there, nobody knows because where there's a rise in uh, current sorry, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a recent rise in the um uh community cases, which is kind of scary really. Um, even though we're in phase three, a lot of people would think that hey, the community cases are not rising anymore; they are stagnant uh, within the under tens. But you know, when you see the imported cases, when you see the number of local cases, like small clusters coming in, it's really, really scary. So, speaking of that, um, New Year, the New Year for twenty twenty one is really different. Um, for myself, I was actually with um two of my very good friends uh, that I regularly play Mahjong with. And uh, if you follow my Instagram, personal Instagram, you should know who I'm talking about. Uh, but um, these people, um, are, I would say are very good friends. Uh, they're very good friends of mine. We just don't play Mahjong, of course. We, we do like hang out. Uh, we actually went out with, I actually went out with them plus a few more people to Battle Box just, I think, last week or something. Yeah, Battle Box using the um, Singapore Rediscover vouchers and it was really a fun time until somebody was trying to scare me while I was inside so um, other than that uh, I think 2021 has been great but for that new year itself we were at Woodlands which is roughly where I'm living should I be saying that? okay never mind <laughs> um, anyway I was at Woodlands area so um, where we were doing the um, New Year countdown. So we were sitting near the Ulan Civic Center. Um, in case you didn't know, um, 
the MRT is in between the the bus interchange and the civic center and the uh, causeway point. So if you want to go over to the um, the bus interchange, you kind of have to really walk through the MRT station first. So we were sitting at the civic center thinking that a civic center area or causeway point area, just beside the um, causeway point, there's a little grass patch. We're wondering that maybe the fireworks will be there. And because we see a lot of people around there anyway, so we thought that it would be there. But once it hits 12 midnight, holy shit, everybody was running. And we're like wondering what's the commotion about because um, we do hear the fireworks, but we don't see the fireworks. But um, we were seeing from a distance, uh, like, hey, there's a bit of fireworks uh, that's hiding behind the MRT station. So we were wondering, oh, this must be where the... Um, the fireworks must be at uh, because it's like I said, the MRT station was in between the um, bus interchange and the Causeway Point slash Civic Center. So a lot of people literally ran uh, to the bus interchange area to really see the fireworks. And I mean, to be honest, right? Not that I'm not excited. Not it's not that I'm not excited about fireworks, or I think my friends weren't really excited. I think you just like, oh, just fireworks, law. And uh, to be very honest, right, um, I think this is my first year seeing fireworks in a neighborhood. Uh, if you don't count the National Day, that's different. But um, seeing the fireworks in real life in front of my eyes so loud, so big, uh, excluding National Day, of course, I think it's so different, especially when you're in a neighborhood. Because um, prior to last year, for many, many years, I would say about 22 years of my life or 23 years of my life, I've been celebrating my new year at uh, my childhood place at Admiralty. And uh, we used to be at this community uh, called the um, Sambaung Zone E. So Sambaung Zone E, um, the residence community, um, they would usually have a lot of events that they usually organize and they would organize all these new year parties like block parties national day hari raya Dibabali, whatever that's considered as a festive season they probably have it anyway so um they had it um for the new year's uh for the new year celebration and Usually, that's an excuse for me and my childhood friends to be there to celebrate um, our our New Year. Um, we would usually gather by the, um, what's it called again, the playground. We would celebrate our, our New Year together and, you know, we would chat until, like, I'd say the wee hours in the morning. I would say about 2-3 a.m. Then we would leave and all that. Um, we continued this tradition for at least about uh, since 2010 all the way to around the recent years, I would say. Um, unfortunately, like even though I really want to go back, but um, over the years, I'm always the one that is so committed to this tradition. And the rest of them, uh, unfortunately, they didn't really want to continue anymore. So um, I really understand uh, they do have their own own reasons behind it i'm sure um like some of them have their own partners already some of them have their own family commitments some of them are just not really bothered anymore some people find it awkward and i think uh as years goes on 
people really started to move on. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I think is that because I do have this sentiment when because when when I really moved from from um, that childhood place all the way to where I'm living right now, um, I would always go back there, and I really do miss the uh, the environment there because that's where I grew up for at least for about 14, 15 years before I move out. So I really grew up there. You know, growing growing up with my child friends, growing up with the community, it's really like a kampong spirit there. That's why they call it kampong admiralty, and it's or kampong sambang or whatever. And it's really no joke. There are, it's really really uh, lively there, and um, I always enjoy going back there. It's 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 like you know going back to a small community, and it's a very close to the community, where you know. Whenever I go back, I was just there like a few days ago. Um, I literally saw a neighbor that an ex neighbor of mine that I actually recognized, and uh, they still recognize me. Um, it's it's so heartwarming, really, because uh, all this it's so different, you know, and it's 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 so different, especially because from the place I'm staying. Don't get me wrong, I'm okay with where I'm living, just that um, it's not. It's not as uh, lively as compared to where I, where I stayed at previously, so that's why I always find myself going back there every single year. So that's that's why I think um, I always have this sentiment. Uh, I always feel very sentimental to me. Like uh, I always have this sentimental value whenever I go back there, and I always have these tears of like joy whenever I see people. Like I recognize, I see things that that meant meant a lot to me. Like you know, the playground, the link house, the the senior citizen corner, and all that. It's it just gives me the tears, you know. Seriously, okay. I'm even going sidetrack a bit. Uh, now, uh, so with the new year, of course, we will always talk about our New Year's resolution. And I think that for New Year's resolution, I do have a couple of uh of mine. And I already explained mine. Um, but I think as we grow up, I think more of my new more of my newest resolution started to become more towards being happy. And I think this is something that I personally always neglect. And I think it's something that I really have to put some focus into it, lah. And you know, last time when I was young, you know, my newest resolution is like, oh, it's losing weight, just be good in my studies, make more friends, you know, go out more. But now it's like, oh, be happy, be contented, you know, do something a bit more, going out more often, making new friends. I think it's just more towards my mental mental well-being itself. I think that's the main central focus behind my New Year's resolution. So I think when we come up with New Year's resolution, we always ask this question. Is it really that important to set New Year's resolution? I did ask like a couple of my friends, and I do have a friend who is very vocal in that, and she always tells me that, "What's the point anyway? It's just another another day in my life. What's the point in having a New Year's resolution? What's the, what's the point of celebrating New Year? It's just another day, lor. Like first January is another day to me, but I'm like, no, it's not. It's just like it's, it's like another." Milestone in your life, like even though it may not seem like a lot, but 
it's something that I look forward to every single year. So I don't necessarily uh, share the same opinion with some people, but um, I think it's important uh, to have New Year resolutions, especially as you want to really improve in yourself. And I think uh, self-improvement, there's a difference between self-improve, uh, self-improvement and um, finding it as an obligation to set New Year's resolution. And I think having New Year's resolution is an excuse for me to really improve in myself. And, and uh, I think this year, like I said, I just want to be more happy. So that's why I set it as a New Year's resolution. Like, I don't really want it to be like, oh, by by the end of this year, I must be happy like 50% of my of of the year itself. Like, no, I don't want it to be so formal or so concrete itself i want it to be like oh if uh by the end of this year whenever i look back am i mostly happy if it is a yes i think that's a new year resolution's done if by the end of this year if i have lost weight i'm done i'm happy i don't need to lose like like from xl to l then i'll be very happy i just need like okay if i lose 5 kg by the end of this year, I'm like, okay, oh, that's happy. I mean, I think that's really important to set realistic expectations to yourself and um, to really understand what's your limits. Like, don't force yourself to create a new resolution. Like, yes, it's good to pick up a new hobby. Yes, it's it's good to, you know, uh, make new friends. It's good to, you know, learn a, uh, learn a skill or something. But... Are you learning it because the society is asking you to learn it or or you know seek a new year's resolution or are you doing it because you want a better version of yourself? I think that is the main thing I'm trying to um to 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 really speak about uh not just to myself because I do face this this problem whenever I set a new year's resolution. So I think I'm not sure for you guys whether you share the same sentiment when it comes to setting New Year's resolution. So yeah, I think it's important just that you have to set realistic expectations and you just to have to make sure that um this New Year's resolution is about self improvement lah. So um I do want to learn a few things as well. Um like like I mentioned, uh, I do want to learn a bit of accounting, uh, accounting itself. So it's always been a dream of mine. Um, even though accounting is like not something that that is very common in my what I'm doing, but I think it's just good to learn, you know, what they go through, and as well as you know, if I will be starting my own company, it will be great to learn a bit of accounting because you have to learn everything, right? I mean, accounting is one of them. I want to learn a bit of programming as well. So I think. That itself is something that I want to pursue. And as well as, uh, if you ask me, I really, really want to learn how to speak in Chinese. (laughs) I'm really terrible at it. Like, um, I don't know. My old levels, oh, sorry. My old levels mentioned that uh, my Chinese results is so much better than my English but I don't speak it as often as I want to or I would like to I find it not say I'm embarrassed speaking in Chinese is because I speak in broken Chinese anyway so I don't want to like cause an embarrassment to myself yeah I mean it's being embarrassing to myself but um, 
I don't want to like embarrass people who are very good in Chinese. <laughs> and then if I go to like a like a person who speaks Chinese, especially like aunties, uncles, uh, <laughs> nothing wrong with them. Like, okay, if you speak to me in English, I'm fine, really. But then again, right, I hate it. This is one of my pet peeves, and uh, we can talk about pet peeves in another episode itself. One of my pet peeves is assuming that you can speak in Chinese. And it's like this one uncle will be, uh, uncle or auntie will be like, I'm just speaking to you in Chinese, and I'm like, then I'll reply in English or I'll reply in broken Chinese or something. It's, it's like, it's a, I'm pretty sure that's a great indication that, hey, I can't speak in Chinese. Can you speak in English? Otherwise, please don't mind if I speak in broken Chinese. <laughs> so, yeah. And the other day, uh, speaking about Chinese itself, um, I was in a taxi ride with... Uh, with my ex-colleague and as well as uh, their clients, uh, my sorry, my my ex-colleague's clients, we were doing a shoot for a school organization. And funny thing is that, right, during the taxi ride itself, um, uh, there is this one Malay guy, not being racist, but it's important in the story itself, was speaking to the taxi driver who is a Chinese. And he was just mentioning things like, hey, um, are you able to U-turn at this junction because oh it's easier for us to get out at and uh we're not meeting the we're not like reaching the destination which is at the main gate of the condo. And um the taxi driver literally replied him in Chinese. Yeah, I'm like Dude <laughs> the person reply you in English, I'm pretty sure it's a common understanding that hey, I wanna talk to you in English. And um I'm like, this is something weird and something that it's so insensitive. And I can really feel that this person was getting so uncomfortable as well because out of the four people in the taxi, uh, three of us were Chinese. He himself was only Malay. And he was speaking to the taxi driver throughout through English. And he keep saying to the taxi driver, Uncle, I can't, I, I don't understand you. I really don't understand you. Then the uncle keeps saying, I understand. Still proceeds in speaking in Chinese. I'm like, I'm just laughing to myself, thinking like, is that uncle really that insensitive itself? So I mean, I mean like, yeah. So that, that's one of my pet peeves. Lah. But I'm not talking about pet peeves. Just, I'm just saying that um, I don't want to be in this awkward situation now where like, you know, because I'm very comfortable with English. So that's why like, hey, uh, I need to really learn how to speak in Chinese. Lah. So at least I, I don't be in this awkward situation where, you know, I'm only forced to speak in either broken Chinese or or English. So that's why I think it's important to really relearn a bit. Lah. So I've been watching a bit of Mediacorp dramas, especially Chinese dramas. So uh, one drama that I'm watching right now was The Little Nonia. <laughs> so... um. If you have, I mean, to my friends, if you have any, like, uh, Chinese drama that I can kind of understand or things that are much more friendlier to for me to understand, recommend me a bit. And maybe if, if you are a frequent um, listener to this podcast, do leave suggestions on how can I improve my Chinese. Um, would love your suggestions, really. I mean, that's why my newest resolution is to actually, you know, learn a bit more about Chinese, I guess. Yeah, just the Chinese language at least, yeah. So... Um, how do I stay committed to New Year's resolutions? That's a very good question. And I think, 
like I said, it's really about setting expectations. So when it comes to setting your resolutions, you can't expect yourself that, okay, let's just use losing weight as a good example because I think it's the most realistic and I think it's the most easiest way to paint a picture here. So for example, like uh, for myself, I've been wanting to lose weight for a very long time. When I was in 2016, my highest weight was in 103, 103 kg. I literally just came back from Thailand, uh, the Thailand trip itself. If you are watching this from my YouTube channel, uh, it's the very first, I think it's the f- like second and third video itself. Yeah, I came back from Thai- Thailand trip. Um, I was pretty fat back then, um, 103. Um, I was like thinking to myself, holy shit am i really 103 i literally hit three digits and i was like i should be really concerned of my health so i make it a res- uh, i make it at that point of time that i really want to lose weight and yeah i've tried different methods um we can talk about that next time but the main gist is that since then i've been taking my my weight a little bit more seriously and i've been trying to lose weight ever since uh, my last recorded weight was, I think this morning was about 87, 87 kg. So I lost about close to 16 kg over that span of um, five years, you know. Yeah, it may not seem like much, but I think the most important thing that I'm trying to drive away is that you don't need to set like, hey, let's set... Uh, 10 kg by the end of this year. If you know yourself that you can't be disciplined to follow that goal itself, I mean, yes, it's good to stay disciplined. It's good to, you know, focus. Uh, it's good to, you know, cycle yourself that, hey, hey, Kokao, I've set this goal that I want to lose 10 kg by the end of this year. Yeah, sure. But then again, I know myself very well that I need my my cheat days. I need to stay sane. I need to eat my food that I really like a lot. I love my Yubian, by the way. I love, um, I love fast food sometimes. Um, I love to binge eat sometimes. I do like my buffets and all that. So I need to stay sane. I cannot just like lose weight for the sake of losing weight. I want to lose weight in a way that is healthy. So that means. I've been going to the gym every week. Uh, I've been watching like how I've been eating. I've been doing intermittent fasting, and I've been you know you know cutting down on sugar drinks. Even though I'm drinking Milo today, which I have not drink in the past twenty seven minutes already. So, okay, sorry, I need to take a little water break. But I think um, where was I? <laughs> I really got lost. Okay. Um, yeah, so I need my orders, drinks, I need the food, I need this to stay sane. I cannot be stop snacky, I cannot be like stop everything. I need once in a while treat myself like, hey, if I lost 1kg, hey, I can like eat a little bit for this one day, then I can start to proceed again. So I follow this for, I think, uh, every one week. So it's like uh, one week I will be a bit more disciplined and then into what I really lose my weight. And then for one day, I will just, you know, let loose, just enjoy what I'm eating, like just just, just be a human at least. So um, just, just not be so self-conscious. Lah. 
So um, I actually asked all these questions in my Instagram, my personal Instagram, and as well as the at Limkopi podcast. Later, I'll be sharing some of the responses on uh, what are the people's um, newest resolutions and as well as their, how do they stay committed to their resolutions as well. So now, um, I do have a few failed uh, New Year's resolutions and yeah, losing weight is one of them. Um, and you know, studying things, you know, there was one point of time I really wanted to make a video every single month, like which is the month and seconds thing. And uh, to be honest, right, I kind of got really so done with that. Not say the format is boring, not say that the format is really um, not there, but for some reason, I just got so sick of it. Like, I don't know what to shoot anymore. I've gotten less creative with that format itself, especially with months and seconds. i done it when I was in 2017, 2018, I think. Then I redo it in 2020. So it's like, I'm so sick of this format, you know. I don't know what to do with it. So that's one of them. Like, one of my newest resolution was to actually create a video every month. And yeah, it's still staying true to that for this year. But I think doing the Limkopi podcast is already one way to do it already. But I do have a few um um a few video ideas that I wanted to pursue for this year. So um one such example is that I really want to go out there, you know, but similar to Bukit Tima, if you have really seen that video. Uh, similar to Bukit Dima, I wanted to go to like one specific location, you know, shoot around and just, um, you know, compile it as a nice video itself, like, like a nice montage video. Uh, I do have another video idea, which is to talk, uh, is to have an emotional video essay about home. And um, I'm in the midst of creating the script. So I think that's a new resolution is to get that done. And as as well as one of my newest resolution is to create a script for a short film, and um, I started to work on it like yesterday, and I hope I don't fail this because this uh short film that I wanting to create is something that really means a lot to me. So I'm hoping that I can get it done. Some of my failed newest resolutions are honestly about studies, really. <laughs> like I think as a student, right? Um. I always uh, have high expectations on myself. But the problem is, I'm not a study material person. I really hate studying. <laughs> so when when I go to poly, when I was into more of, um, you know, doing projects or doing a little bit more towards, you know, a creative side, I was happy because I wasn't studying for an exam. I don't need to worry that, oh, if I study this much, if I can absorb as much information, oh, it's a guaranteed A. This is why I love Max because in Max, like uh, E math and A math, some people might think it's difficult, but for me, is that I don't need to think so much. It's literally just calculations, knowing what to do, and it's usually a format to everything. Unlike like um, you know, English. You know, unlike like geography, unlike like social studies, history, or sciences or whatever, there's usually something that you really have to remember. And my attention span for memory is really bad. So um, I always set like um, 
I would say goals for myself, like New Year's edition that, uh, hey, I want to get this amount of points for my L1R4, L1R5 uh, at the end of this year. And I always fail. <laughs> and I always let my max uh, to carry that because I always get A's or sometimes B's for my A and E math. So I always let those two subjects carry that. And I always had this perception that, hey, you should focus on the strengths, not your weaknesses. <laughs> which, is, was a, which, was a bad, um, which was a bad way of doing things, I would say, when I was a, was a kid, when I was a student. So I wish I worked more towards my weaknesses um, than on, on my strengths, really. And um, yeah, speaking of strengths and weaknesses, uh, again about studies, uh, one thing that I really was so damn proud of was my improvement in AMF. Sorry. Um, I would say that when I was a secondary tree, I would say the first half of secondary tree, my AMF was really, really good. Then after when I was being introduced, uh, trigonometry and all that, my AMF really dipped a lot. <laughs> My grades went down the drain. I think I was getting C6. I was failing as well. It didn't help the fact that my AMF teacher was pretty strict as well. So at that point of time, I really wanted to be a math, uh, a max teacher. Even though like my passion was towards you know video making and all that. I think I mentioned this in the Stanley, uh, Stanley podcast. So I wanted to be a max teacher. But because um, he was really fierce, he kind of make me really scared of Max already. So I kind of lost interest. But I still thought that, you know, I was passionate about Max in a way that, hey, I know I can do well. Why wasn't I doing very well? Then I bought tenure series. Then every morning, right? Okay, uh, not just, you know, prior to this buying tenure series lah. Um, when I was when I was a when I was in secondary one onwards, I always come to the school damn early. Like when I mean damn early as in like just after the school opens, like in the morning, like very early in the morning, I would enter the school, go to the canteen, play around with friends, or like I would usually go there and rush my um I would say homework because I was a procrastinator and I always put my homework uh, to be done in the morning. So if any teachers are hearing this, I'm really sorry, but that's how I got motivated in studying. I need to do things at the last minute. Then I can really concentrate and get motivated. If I can, if I can squeeze out time in, uh, during recess to finish up my, um, my homework, that was the time that I focused on it. So, um, yeah, when I when I got my tenure series for AMF, right, every morning I'll literally come down to the school, um, um, early. I mean, of course, to have breakfast as well. But before having breakfast, I would sit down, finish a few questions of uh, AMF, especially the questions that I'm really bad at, which is like basically trigonometry, you know, grubs and all that like logarithm and all that um, I was very bad at all that 
Um, then I just sit down, staying focused. And this was the focus I was lacking in, you know, not just for my New Year's resolutions. And as well as when I was doing editing, you know, sometimes like if there's no deadline, especially for this podcast, which I really need to set a deadline whenever I do a podcast. So that means like basically setting up like weekly um, release schedules for this, which I haven't set it yet. So I'm going. I'm just still. I'm still doing this as um as my free free time at the moment, but um, I sat down there, literally, so motivated, completing every single question before breakfast, or at least after I finished my breakfast, which was the prata, by the way, which is damn good. I came from the secondary school, so if any other secondary school students are listening to this, um, I'm not sure the prata still still is still there, but um. It was damn good, by the way. I always eat two planes with the with the curry, so that explains how I was still fat, by the way. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think uh, I that's how I stay motivated. There was something and goal that I could treat myself. So that's why when I do up my newest resolution, right, I always set realistic expectations to myself. Like you know, I need to set like milestones, like every one week, two weeks, I mean a month, for maybe quarterly or something i'll come back and review like hey Gokau, how have you been doing uh are your newest resolutions uh doing okay have you been doing well and i think that is one way la, that i could do it so yeah so anyway i wish you guys all the best for this year especially for this 2021 um even though 2021 hasn't been a great start uh for myself but I, I still wish for the best for you guys and I hope this year will be a new season for all of you. Now, uh, before we end off this episode, we do have our Insta Kopi session. So, of course, we are keeping that um, the spirit of um, uns- uh, uns- sorry, a spirit of, you know, just going to our Instagram uh, on my own personal one and as well as the Lim Kopi podcast. Uh, we did ask um, the followers there whether like um, they have any thoughts about the central topic that we are discussing today, which is about New Year's resolution. I know I haven't been the most uh, direct in answering the questions that I have set up for today for New Year's resolution, but I'm really going all over the place. So that's why like um, I'm trying. So uh, pardon me on that. So I'm, I, would, I would improve as I go along for this podcast. Anyway, uh, for today's Insta Copy, uh, we actually asked three main questions uh, for our followers. Um, the very first question that we ask on our followers, which is, uh, what? Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, my mouth was too near to the microphone. So, um, one question that I did ask was, um, what was your New Year's resolutions for this year? And a couple of you guys actually replied, which I'm very thankful for. Um, uh, Wilson, uh, Lee Sun Wilson. Uh, by the way, he's my last episode guest. So thank you so much for replying to this. Thank you so much. He actually mentioned that everything and anything that help that can help this year to be better. Um, I'm not reviewing your your newest resolution. I'm just gonna say this one simple thing. It sounds very generic, but I think being generic is a good thing. So at least like. You don't very you don't really set uh you don't really set a very specific expectation for yourself. I think that's good. Um, I mean, being happy is generally my um my 
New Year's resolution as well. Lah. So I'm not judging you. So I'm just saying that uh, it would be nice if we could be a bit more specific. If it's not, then it's okay. It's really okay. It's it's you. You do you. And I think it's great that you want to pursue happiness, which is I think it's often neglected uh, for our own personal self. Uh, we always you know chase for dreams and everything, but are we really happy in the process? I think that's really much more important. Now, another person uh, mentioned, uh, which is um, Joseph Lee Udong, uh, Udon Dan, at Udon Dan. Uh, he mentioned that uh, have at least 200 followers by the end of this year for my parts consulting Insta page. Yes, Joseph. Uh, that's a very specific um, goal in mind. I wish you all the best, by the way, for your parts. And by the way, in case you're wondering who is um, Joseph, he came out on our second episode. Uh, I still remember the episodes, man. So yeah, shout out to Joseph. Uh, thank you so much for answering this question. I really wish you all the best for your parts. And um, I actually did have an open invitation to, to Joseph. Lah, so um, he may be back soon for another episode of the Lim Kopi podcast. Lah. Um, of course, you do have your 20, 200 followers, so that means um, I'm sh- I'm shouting out to to Joseph if um, if you want to follow his uh consultation page, please feel free to follow him at his Instagram page that is in the screen right now. Um, I don't really have it remembered on my. I think it's Destiny guides you, if I recall correctly. Let me do a quick. Uh, Google search on him while I read out the next person's um, next person's reply um, another person replied uh, which is um, Namzos am I pronouncing this correctly Shidi? <laughs> yeah by the way it's Shidi so hi hi Shidi thank you for answering this question um, so you mentioned that to get your driving license yes yes um, unfortunately for me, I cannot relate to this because I can't get a driving license. So I wish you all the best and please drive us around when you get it. Uh, would love to see you driving around, around us uh, in the town area to places to eat or whatever. Um, and by the way, uh, hope to play Mahjong with you soon as well. Uh, okay, by the way, yeah, it's Destiny Guides You for Joseph Lee. So... Um, if you are interested in um, seeing um, his 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 um, sorry his um, parts consultation page, uh, that is where you can see his stuff. Uh, he has very good advices. Actually, he has a lot of good has gotten a lot of good testimonials from his clients, and I'm very proud of him. Um, another person, which is a uh, Benedict Wong, um, he mentioned that uh, to learn Mei Tai and as well as to learn his art and as well as uh, getting driving's license as well as soon as possible. Um, wow, you have a lot of things going for your life, and I think that I'm I'm really very really proud of you. Uh, learning Muay Thai, I cannot mess with you anymore, man, Benedict. So, uh, I don't know, man. When 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 you learn Muay Thai, please let us know how you learn the moves, and at least like teach us a bit. Uh, I'm I'm down to learn a bit with you, if you are interested in you know teaching me a bit. And well, as well as you know, driving license. Yeah, again, if you get your driving license, please drive me around. I'll be very happy to to be your 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 passenger for this. As well as Shili, by the way, and learning art. Uh, I think art itself is a very subjective thing. Um, 
learning art is one thing, but to continue pursuing it is another thing itself. I have really mentioned this repeatedly in different episodes in the podcast, especially in Xiaomin's episode, as well as Stanley's episode, and I think also in uh, Tusenja's episode as well. So I think in these three episodes in general, we did mention that it's not just you know learning a skill, but it's having a passion for it. It's good to be educated, but... If you don't have the passion for it, it's really hard to continue because you need to be inspired at all times. So, you know, go out, read more, watch more things, talk to people. That's how I personally get inspired whenever I do content producing. So um, another question that we asked was, um, do you stay committed to your New Year's resolutions? If so, how do you do that? If not, why? Um... Stanley did mention that uh, from our, I think it's fourth episode guest, uh, he did mention that uh, he doesn't usually have New Year's resolutions. It's okay. Uh, nothing wrong with that. It's normal. Um, Wilson did mention that uh, it's a target to reach and we must not blame ourselves if it's not met as long as we tried. Yes, this is something that I wanted to to preach, but I kind of got forgotten and lost the message in that. Um yeah, so don't blame yourself, really. Uh, if you can't uh, get your New Year's resolution done, there's always next year or set it as a goal. So it's like, you know, if you don't um, get it done, ask yourself, like, what went wrong? Simple. Um, could it be because you procrastinate? Is it because temptation came in, you couldn't resist? Or the external factors that has to be, you know, had taken over because of certain things, you know, certain things in your life, um, major life events happened. Uh, it, no judgment here, but I think always set realistic expectations. If you can't, it's okay, always try again. Um, it's not about, you know, you know, reaching the end goal. It's not always about that. It's about the journey itself, like how do you reach there? So, yeah, so, I mean, like for me, losing weight, like it's always has been a goal of mine, like since forever. But I think it's also the journey of how I, I, I reach there. So it's like, I don't expect it to lose like overnight. So that's why I don't blame myself if, hey, if I don't lose my weight, if I suddenly see a spike increase in my weight because, hey, I went out for a buffet with my friends, I don't blame myself. I just continue trying, continue trying. So always try, always don't blame yourself. Lah. Um, Joseph did mention that, yes, I do. I have short and realistic goals leading to the end goal, have clarity and do whatever it takes. Yes, I agree with you. Um, Shili did mention that, yes, most of the time, question mark. Ha ha ha. Most of the time, it's um most of the time is something huge milestone uh for me. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think setting milestones it's is important as well as you know setting goals that it's looking for for yourself and to your life. I think that's most important. So for example, like uh for yourself, Shidi, you said that you want to uh, you wanted to learn a uh, driving's license. I think go ahead. You know set. Realistic expectations like you know, go for lesson after lesson. Uh, strive to learn something new every single time you go for a driving class. As same as uh, same as Badek as well. If you are learning uh, Muay Thai, strive to learn something different. Um, every time you go for a class or you're doing art, strive to learn something different, different technique, different you know, 
learning something differently, you know, uh, uh, inspiration or something. Some, something different, I would say. Always have the eagerness to learn. Yeah. Uh, Anwar Munira. Uh, hi, Munira. Thanks for replying to me. Um, yes, by reviewing them every few weeks, months, having a measurable target set. Yeah, I think that's realistic. Uh, definitely um, always have... Um, Realistic expectations in terms of uh, time-wise. Uh, don't expect things to be overnight. Um, give it some time to rest. Um, even when you're baking, you can't expect the thing to, to bake within like one second, right? You need some time for the thing to bake and whether you succeed or not, that's another question. Uh. So, uh, it's a, is it a bad analogy? But I think it kind of works in that situation. So, yeah, just give it some time to, to, to rest um, and see if you really did... Uh, achieve your goal and if you don't like what Wilson mentioned don't blame don't blame yourself really don't blame yourself just keep trying and keep you know pursuing your goal lah. okay we did ask this last question but I think the responses were very lukewarm but I just mentioned this to um to our audiences out there if you have any answers to this question feel free to leave it in the comment section below or at the Lim Kupi podcast on our Instagram page. So um, I did ask, what is the weirdest New Year's resolution that you have heard so far? Wow. Okay. Um, I do have a New Year's resolution, uh, which is I think it's pretty weird, but I wouldn't really call it as a New Year's resolution because number one, I don't have a driving license. I can't have it anyway because of my eye condition. I will talk about that in the, next, uh, in the future episode in sale uh, next time. Um, but I think I really wanted uh, to try one year of just exploration. Like basically set a gap year to drive from um, from Singapore all the way to South Africa or something. Like basically a long distance trip in a modified van or something. Like um like the van itself as like a mini home itself where you can you know rest you know between trips and it's like a, it's like a mini home on the go so it's like when you travel to like countries between countries to countries like you don't need to worry about getting a hotel basically just relying on your on your van as like a primary um like a home itself as a rest stop and everything and i really want to do this with a partner of mine um could be a best friend. I mean, partner is a best friend or can be a romantic partner. I think that was one of my newest resolution, but I kind of forgot it in a way that I think it's much more of a bucket list. Lah. So uh, it's one of the weirder ones I have, uh, to be very honest with you. But I think so far, one of the most ambitious newest resolutions that I have is to create a short film. And I'm not sure about this year because of COVID, because some of the scenes... Some of the ideas that I have for this short film um, requires the person or requires the uh, the talent to be off their their face mask and everything. So I'm not sure, but I need to consult Jamin because she's from production background and they recently just completed Best Bubble Tea, uh, which is um not Best Bubble Tea, no, but that's not that's the short name of that of the of the. Of the show itself, uh, which is Thousand Cups to Midnight. Um, by the way, so Jiamin, shout to your, 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 your show. Um, they have just dropped as of this episode all the episodes into that web series. It's on Vixie. It's a Vixie original. And um, if you really like bubble tea, 
uh, I highly recommend that you should watch it. Uh, it's pretty funny. It's a comedic series as well. So it's uh, it's a challenge where they try to sell thousand um, cups of bubble tea by the weekend. So give it a watch. Um, something that I really admire is that they did it during the COVID period. Basically, um, during the, what's it called again? Uh, I think it's phase two or phase one. I can't remember exactly which phase exactly. It was during when they were doing in, um, I think November, September. I think it was phase two by then already. But um, when they are doing that, um, they had a lot of talent and everything. So I was quite um, I was quite amazed by how they can pull this off uh, without, you know, if, if I were to watch this like years down the road, I might not have even guessed that it was doing it was done during COVID period. So for that itself, extreme kudos to them. So I'm not saying it's a weird one, I just say that it's one of the biggest ones. So uh anyway for your side, uh as an audience, if you have any um idea that if it's of a weird resolution they have heard so far in your life or if you have come up with a weird resolution do share with us through the uh, comment box in the below if you're watching from youtube or if you're watching from uh from oh, sorry if you're listening from the uh, podcast uh through spotify do leave a dm through the limkopi podcast we love to hear your your your, your answers to this question now, alright, uh, we have come to the end of this episode of the Lim Kopi Podcast. Uh, it's something very different for this episode because we are trying out something different um, without any guests, which is just me talking for the past 15 minutes. So I hope my um, talking is not too much of uh, fast for you guys to, to comprehend. Uh, this is usually how I talk um, and I hope you guys enjoy um, the things I've brought up in some of the mini stories I've shared and some of the points I've mentioned about New Year's resolution. I don't know if I contributed much to the table, but I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any future suggestions for topics to, to talk about, or if you have any guests you, that you want us to, to re-invite, uh, I mean, Joseph is one of them already, uh, please let us know uh, which guests you want us to invite back and as well as um, if any of my friends if any of the people that's listening to watch and all that if you want to be part of this podcast do let me know personally through a DM or a message away I'm always a message away and do let me know if you want to be part of the podcast as a guest we can talk about you know topics that I kind of created already for the series itself. So yeah, we're coming to the end of this episode of the podcast and thank you so much for listening and tuning in to this um, episode. It's been great, really. Uh, my name is Scott Kao and I will see you guys in the next episode of the podcast. Bye-bye.